Today we're launching Love Month on the Julie Tussie Show with New York Times bestselling author Julia London, the famous historical romance novelist, and you talk about a funny podcast. Oh my gosh, you are going to love this so much. Welcome to the Julie Tussie Show. Oh my gosh, it's Julia London on the Julie Tussie Show. Julie and Julia, it's Love Month, baby. can parallel park my Cadillac and stilettos with a baby on each hip, sipping my Starbucks and managing two companies all at the same time. I am an American woman. Need I say more? Pop the glam pain. Pop the glam pain. It's time for the Julie Tussie Show live guest current events scathing expose. The original suburban bombshell, the big blonde baby, giving you the fastest, funniest, most informative 30 minutes of your life. And now, here's Julie Tussie. So much for listening to the Julie Tussie show again today. I am so glad to be here with one of my, well, now she's one of my best friends. She doesn't know it, but she's one of my best friends. <laughs> we are celebrating love month. That's right. Love month, baby, on the Julie Tussie show. So who else would I ask to come on the show? But Julia London, the most famous World famous author of romance novels, right? Right, Julia. Welcome, Julia. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's that's absolutely hundred percent true. That's right. Something you got to learn when you go when you go on my podcast is you just got to roll with the lies. Yeah, you know, or whatever crazy things I come up with. You know, before we start talking about all the romance that we're going to talk about today. I wanted to tell you something funny that I thought about. I was getting ready to dial your number, and I thought, you know what? I have Julia London in my phone. It says, "It says Julia London, New York Times bestselling author." Right in my phone. <laughs> <laughs> and so I thought, all right, well, this is cool. And then I thought, wouldn't it be funny if you're out like shopping, and then I pocket dial you, and you're like, "Hello, hello," and I have to say. Oh, Julia London, I'm so sorry. That was a pocket dial. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that would be so funny. (laughs) Anyway, welcome. Tell me what you were buying. (laughs) (laughs) Well, of course, it would have been so easily, (laughs) like in Victoria's Secrets or Hustler, if it dialed you. I'm sure. (laughs) 
<laughs> like I've ever been to Hustler in my life. <laughs> you, know, you could go to Hustler. <laughs> my husband says I'm a I'm a good girl that wants to be naughty. <laughs> I think he's right. <laughs> oh, I think that's most of us. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we live vicariously through your writing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> myself included. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that, and I thought, I wonder if Julia has ever found one of these guys. <laughs> no, real. Why I had to create them. <laughs> right. So how have you been? I know I kind of keep up with you on Twitter a little bit, and I know you've been doing some globe trotting and all that, but what yeah. what have you been up to? Pretty much that. I mean, I've, you know, I, between uh, books, I've just had so many projects that were due and when I'm not traveling, I'm writing, but I did have some really fantastic trips this fall. I did the, the bike trip from Prague to Vienna, which was fantastic. I highly recommend it. And then um, a well, friend of mine. And I, can I interrupt you for a moment? Sure, sure. I'm not sure I could take that trip unless it's all downhill. <laughs> <laughs> you know, interestingly enough, they have electric bikes now for those of us who are not so inclined to, you know, go up the hill. A little help for that. But. <laughs> It was a little easier when I was not 30. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I do tell people, I mean, you know, you don't have to be an excellent bike rider. The The hardest part is if you don't ride a bike is getting used to sitting on a saddle that long. But oh. nevertheless, it's a great way to see, you know, different countries. And then a friend of mine and I, we, we were looking at our end of year balances and we both had plenty of points and we said, let's go to London for the holidays. And so we went for a week and, that was really a lot of fun. Yeah, I saw your great. pictures of the the guys with the tall, hairy hats. <laughs> the tall, hairy hats. And then we went to see the uh, Princess Diana, her fashion exhibit. You know, all the iconic gowns you've seen in oh. in photographs. That was really cool. Yeah, actually, you, you posted some beautiful things on Instagram. I was like a little jealous <laughs> that I wasn't there. <laughs> then my work was done. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You did it. <laughs> I did it. Changed my goal. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, did you go to Scotland this year? Not this year, but we're talking about going back maybe next year for a writer's retreat to my Lady Laird's, you know, her estate up there in the yeah. Highlands. Yeah. I'd really like to go back. I know. And we talked a year ago, you had been there and... I think that's so interesting, but I I wondered if it does it inspire you to write more. Yes, I mean there's something about you soaking up the atmosphere, and I I don't know, and you know you have your the history at your fingertips, and all of these castles or historic sites have a lot more, um, you know, research. I mean reference materials that I can pick up and read about. That's a little harder to find over here. So yeah, I'm always very inspired when I oh. go. That's neat. I know I'd love to go and see that, but I'm sure it's, I was thinking about this too. I do a lot of deep thinking, deep thinking. I was thinking how a castle <laughs> would be so, it's like so romantic and cool on the outside, but once you get in there, it's probably really cold and drafty and. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, they've, they've modernized them a little bit. So, <laughs> oh, <good. laughs> you know, it's not quite as cold, but yeah, they're. And it's just cold. I mean, well, I'm in Texas, you know, so everything's yeah. cold to me. So, but it's just cold there, period, to me. 
Well, and you know, we talked about this the last time you were on. I could not be the servant girl. I would have to have someone making my fires and putting warm bricks in my bed and emptying my, what's that thing you go to the bathroom in? Chamber pot. Your chamber pot. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and cooking servants. You know, that's the other thing. There's no microwaves, and there's no like, you know, Uber Eats. Really? (laughs) Somebody would have to like, you know, cook your food. (laughs) I need a chef. Then I need a French. I'm sure it would be a French chef. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) So I was looking up your series. You have written a lot of series, and I um. Let me pull my paper here because I printed it out. Um, Please don't make me name them all. I don't think I No, no, but I was surprised how many series you have. And I love series when it comes to um, historical romance novels. I love to see the other characters pop up and stuff. So right now, you've been working on the Highland Groom series, haven't you? That's right, yeah. I I remember talking to you about Wild Wicked Scott, and I read that. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah. I had it read to me because that's the kind of girl I am. And, and that, the guy that reads the book, is he's excellent. Yeah. Now, I, now what's you, his name? Um, Do you remember? Uh, I think it's Derek. Um, yeah. I want to say Derek Preston. Oh, I, yeah. I know. I feel bad because he is, he is really good, and he does a lot of different um, audiobooks, not just mine, obviously. But. You want me to Google him? <laughs> yeah, because he, I mean, he... <laughs> I've been watching so much football. Derek Preston could be a football player. I'm not I know. Sure. <laughs> February is love month on the Julie what, Tussie show. What would I search? Audible. Um, narrator. Yeah, if you just go to um, yeah, if you go to my uh, audible dot com and pull up that book, it'll tell you who read it. Okay, let me see if I get it this way. Um, Derek Perkins. Perkins. Is that him? What did I say? Yeah, I that's don't know. him. It was Derek. I, had, I think it was a P name. I think I said a P name. I was close. <laughs> I think you said Preston. I we love I you, Derek Preston. Perkins. We do. You're and amazing. I had the pleasure of uh, meeting him at the Charlottesville Book Festival last year. Did you post a picture of you and him together? Yes, I yeah. did. Yeah. That's where I saw him. Yeah, I love his voice. I love his voice. So he reads well, he, all your books to me. Well, he's reading this series. He doesn't read all of them. but um, So he's read this series, and I'm doing three more in the Highland Groom series, and the next one comes out in February. And um, so he's reading those three, too, the next three. Oh, wonderful. I just got so much feedback about him. Everybody's like, this guy is so sexy and wonderful when he reads your books. And, and he does have that, you know, very deep British accent. So Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love his. He's he was one of my favorites before I knew he was reading this series. And uh, yeah, I really really like his voice. I think he's done some of the Stephanie Lawrence books too. Yeah. So I had listened to Wild Wicked Scott, Sinful Scottish Laird, and guess what? I don't think I got Hard Hearted Highlander. Can you believe that? No, I cannot believe it. Cannot I'm going to have to hang up now. I, <laughs> <laughs> and there we have it. No, yeah. <laughs> really what I think is going on is I should be so special that I automatically get these things. <laughs> I don't have to look for I am the big blonde baby. I am. Yes, you are. 
<laughs> no, somehow I missed, I think I missed that release. Um, but Sue, you released three books in 2017 in the series. That is freaking off the chain. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of work. Sure was. <sighs> I'm tired for you. <laughs> yeah. That's why I don't have any other life other than <laughs> writing and getting out occasionally. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you have to ride from one country. Well, I don't know if it was countries. I'd have to look it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now my blonde is showing. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> from Prague to Venice, you had to ride there just to, to Vienna. Just Prague to, to Vienna. Vienna. <laughs> just to clear yes. Mind. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and they are goodness. in different countries. <laughs> You can tell I've never left, uh, let's see, Michigan, Ohio, Kentucky, and I did go to California and Texas. <laughs> it's love month, baby. Oh my gosh, it's Julia London on the Julie Tussie Show. Julie and Julia. I can parallel park my Cadillac and stilettos with a baby on each hip, sipping my Starbucks and managing two companies all at the same time. I am an American woman. Need I say more? Pop the glam pain. It's love month, baby. The Julie Tussie Show. Satisfaction guaranteed. <laughs> Sitting here like that. Times bestselling author and romance expert for the Julie Tussie Show. The Love Doctor is in. <laughs> See, you've been promoted now. You're officially yeah. a correspondence for romance because we yeah. must know these things. We must. No pressure. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> so we were talking about that in 2017. You released three books in your Highland Groom series. That was a lot of work. But you have yeah. some, don't you have a fourth coming? Yes, the fourth comes um, in February this year. Um, actually, I have three more coming this year in um, the in February and July and November. Wow! And so there will be six Highland Groom books, and that will probably end the Highland Groom series mainly because I did, you know, I centered it around a family, and I have you know moved it through the generations of the 18th century. And I felt like if I did any more, I was going to have to start killing off some beloved characters. And I didn't really want to do that. So <laughs> we want them to live. <laughs> yeah, we want them to live on in our imagination, but they were going to be too old. So, <laughs> right. so yeah, there's uh, there'll be six in this series. Oh, that's awesome. Now, when we had talked last, you were there was a female character. I think she was the sister of the lead man. And was it in Sin Sinful Scottish Laird? And what was her name? Do you remember? What, which, um, so in, in um, Hard-Hearted Highlander and Sinful Scottish Laird, there are two sons of the, the lead character in Wild Wicked Scott. So this book that comes out in February is their younger sister, Catriona. Catriona. 
Yes. Oh, I'm I sorry. Like no, I, I no, I have to, I have to take that back. The one that comes out in February is yet another brother, Ollie, and then in July the book about Catriona will come out. Well, that makes sense because I remember us talking about um, if she could be a, bl- a big blonde baby. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I said, can she be? Can she be a big blonde baby, Julia London? <laughs> She is she is a big blonde baby. I love her. Who knows how to get her way? That's right. That's what it's all about. You got to stand up for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> get your man, baby. Get your man. <laughs> and it can't be because you're all mealy and easy. You know, they got to fight for you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's yeah. what you I know, love about it. It's actually very interesting the the evolution of um, historical heroines. <laughs> You know, back in the 70s, they used to be, um, you know, more demure and the man was very alpha. You know, they called them bodice rippers. Remember, women just had no power. But it's really evolved. And I think that a lot of writers are taking the I wouldn't say the Me Too movement, but sort of the feminist approach where the women are more part of their own destiny. You know, they're helping shape their destiny instead of being um, like a victim of it. Yes. And I'm talking about, you know, in the 18th century when women didn't have any power, you know, they couldn't own property, they couldn't really settle on marriages by themselves, you know, all they were there to do was procreate. But we've kind of turned that around where they're more involved in their destiny than maybe they were in the novels 30 years ago. I totally agree, because I have read some of those old books because I'm way too young to have read them back then. But Right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> as you are we're both 30 yes. and we know that um, i read them last week actually <laughs> i went to the library <laughs> anyway, yeah so i love that though and i think it's so much more relatable like i love it when a uh female character is very strong because yeah go ahead i'm sorry to mean to interrupt oh that's okay I, d- I just like that because I think it's so much more relatable because as women today, I mean, there is no way that we are going to be treated the way they used to be treated. <laughs> right. Yeah. And even though you want to keep it, you know, like, I, you know, set it, you're setting it in historical world. So it's kind of like an alternative universe, really. But you, d- you want it to be relatable to the modern day woman. Exactly. So like this book that comes out in February is called Devil and Tartan. And it's about Ollie McKenzie, and he was the captain of their trading empire. You know, he he captained all their ships. But the, a woman in dire straits, she she has some decisions to make about how she's going to, you know, save her family. And she pirates his ship. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, but she's never done it before. You know, she doesn't even know what she's doing. And so she's kind of like flying by the seat of her pants, but she does it, and she captures him. And I just had so much fun writing that because she's even asking him for advice. And he's like, are you kidding me? You know, I'm <laughs> bound here. And she's like, well, I've never done this before, you know. <laughs> exactly. I love so that. I thought that, you know, you know, it makes her more relatable to the modern day heroine. But she's still the product of her upbringing. And she does. She just doesn't have any practical skills. So she has to learn them on the fly. Right. I I love that you do that. I've been thinking really hard because I want to I want to help you to be so so famous. So I think Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. See. I want to contribute my part to help you be so successful and so famous. So I've been thinking that you should do a historical romance cougar 
series. <laughs> oh my goodness. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and should it be about a big blonde baby? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah. So, no, but you actually really don't see that too much in the books, do you? No, no you don't. No. Um, no, you don't. And a couple of authors and I have talked about why that is. And I don't know why that is. I mean, I, you know, a lot of women are open to it in their real lives, but in their fantasy, they still want the, you know, the, the big, strong Alpha male. Age appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> Age appropriate. Alpha male. Yeah. <laughs> Who's a little older than you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a couple of years, you know. I don't know. It's it's an interesting question why there's not more cougars. Um, I'm sure there are in contemporary romance, but um, not so much in historical. Right, right. Oh, that's what I was thinking, too. So that's my great thought to make you more famous. Okay, well, thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> You're so welcome. I know. See, now I know you are so inspired. We probably have to end right now. But (laughs) well, we've been talking about um, Love Month coming up. Mm -hmm. Oh, and I wanted to tell you this, too. This is our second anniversary. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. We're doing good. We're 18 podcasts away from being at our 100 podcast. Yay. Yay. Wow. Yeah. So That's things are amazing. going good. Thank you so much. I'm enjoying it. It's really, really fun. And I get to talk to great people like you. And uh, it's just been awesome. But February is also love month. And um, so February on the Julie Tussie show being love month, I thought I might ask you a couple of questions. Are you game? Sure. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Number one. I wish I had the do 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 thing going, but <laughs> all right. Question number one, Julia London: Have you ever dated a Scottish laird or a Highlander? No. Dang. Because how can you answer this question? Do they kiss better than Americans? <laughs> I'm assuming. <laughs> In all your books, they do. Yes. <laughs> question number two. What do you consider the most romantic gesture a man can make towards a woman? I'm going to say listening, like really listening and uh, making her feel like she's been heard. Now, that makes sense because all of the heroes in the books, they do that in your books. Yeah. I mean, a romantic gesture, like bringing flowers, I mean, they all do that. But I think women really relate to men who get them that's the that's the romance the second thing i would say is doing the dishes <laughs> exactly <laughs> every <romantic>. night <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> exactly and and i think what you considered the most romantic first was listening and i think that a lot of times men kind of miss it because they think that when you tell them something they want it fixed that we want right. it fixed that you're asking them to solve a problem right and my husband is a good listener but he always wants to fix everything too and so i've had to over the years tell him now i'm going to talk to you about this but i don't want you to fix it i really don't yes. want you to do anything but listen so i think that's awesome <laughs> yeah you just right. and make them feel heard yeah exactly question number three are you a kilt girl or a trousers girl Oh, I love a good kilt. Yeah. Kilts are sexy. 
Is there anywhere we can go to see kilts on guys yeah. in America? Oh, in America. No, we're going to go to Scotland. <laughs> oh, I forgot <laughs> we are going there. <laughs> <laughs> I had some readers say that she had um, never seen a, a guy in a kilt that looked like the one on my cover. And I told her, you have to go way, way up in the, in the highlands, <laughs> like way deep in the highlands. To see the guys I'm seeing. Deep but. into the time travel area. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> speaking of speaking of your covers, just a sidetrack. Um who names your stories? Who names the books? Oh, it's a joint effort between me, my agent, and my publisher. And we try and capture the essence of the book and the titles that are most marketable, you know, that will stand out on a shelf. So it's it's quite a process actually. And and do you get to choose which artwork that they do too or the what the guy looks like or No, um we talk about it conceptually and they will send me like um headshots of models they want to use for the photo shoot, but they ultimately have the decision. Oh, that's great. Well, I'm glad you at least get to see see the guys cuz I just wanted to throw my hat in the ring and tell you I like those Tall, dark, and handsome ones. Yeah, me too. (laughs) I do get to say they're, you know, they must be tall, dark, and handsome. (laughs) I get to say that at least. (laughs) I just don't go for the blonde. uh, I'm sorry to the blonde gentleman listening, but I don't go for the blonde Lairds. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I like the dark. Of course, I'm married to, we talked about this too, I'm married to a man of... Uh, scotch irish descent and he is dark darker skin dark hair dark brown eyes he's gorgeous so yeah yeah (laughs) all right question number four when i say scottish brogue what comes to mind um a scottish brogue (laughs) like what do you mean i'm not sure what you mean (laughs) does it well we're talking about love month does it inspire you in any way when you think about a scottish brogue yeah, I think a Scottish brogue is a very sexy male voice, like sexier than, well, for sure, a Texas accent. I would much rather hear a Scottish brogue. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Like, do you hear it when you're writing your characters? Do you hear their yeah, brogue in your mind? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. they could say, I'm going to get the male, darling, and it's sexy. Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's yes. Cool. In a Scottish brogue. Yes. I love <laughs> but them. it must be said in a Scottish brogue for it to be sexy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, it's not. Unless they yeah, have their exactly. kilt on. Now, if they're going out with their kilts and their boots, we, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, your your fourth book in this series is called Devil in Tartan. Right. I don't know if everybody listening will know what a tartan is. It's the plaid. It's the plaid kilt. That's what I thought. Yeah. From, from what I've read and what I've studied, um, is do you have a favorite color of tartan? No, I try and keep them true. You know, those tartans, the plaids are related to um, different clans. So every clan has their own plaid, basically, or a tartan. And so I try and keep it true to that. The McKenzie plaid that you see on the cover of Devil and Tartan is as close to a true McKenzie plaid as we could get. Was that blue or green? Um, It's like a bluish Blue with green. Okay. Well, what if you what if you're like in a clan and and they have like a yellow tartan, but you look really good in blue tartan? Can you, can you switch clans? 
I think you're allowed now. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> personalize your, your kilt. <laughs> We're all about fashion here on the Julie Tuffy yeah. show. So we have to keep the tartans in yeah, our color I don't know palette. Yeah, it has a yellow kilt, but I would be with you. I'm like, no, I cannot. That in my skin tone and yellow, no. <laughs> no, and if it's the wrong color red, honey, it's not going to work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I can't marry you. Your tartan is the wrong color. <laughs> Totally legitimate. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Now I have blonde hair. What color is your your hair? My hair is kind of an auburn, that's sort of I, brownish red. Yeah. Yeah. So you could rock most of the tartans then. Tart. Excuse me. Tartan. Tartans. tartans. Yes, tartans. That's a pretty cool word. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you have anything coming up in the future that you want to talk about today? Well, I, you know, after Devil and Tartan, I have Tempting the Laird, which comes out in July, and that's the book about Catriona. I can't wait. And Catriona is, by this point, she's in her 30s. She's never married because when she was in her, like, around 20 is when the um, Jacobite Rebellion happened and men fled or they were captured. And so her dating pool wasn't very big especially for where she was in society. So she's like this unmarried woman and she's lost all her ability to, um, I'm trying to think of a way to say it where I don't cuss, but she just doesn't give a damn anymore. You know? so her give a damn is busted. Her give a damn is busted. <laughs> okay. So when she, you know, she goes to see her uncle and there is this mysterious Duke nearby that everybody says murdered his wife. And she's like, well, did he? And they're like, we don't know, you know, nobody will approach him. And she's like, I'm going to, I'm going to find out. That sounds like something I can do for a couple of weeks to pass the time. <laughs> <laughs> little investigation. Yeah. yeah. So she just, you know, takes the bull by the horns. And so I really, I really enjoyed writing Catriona because she just kind of threw off the mantle of being, you know, keeping herself pure for her husband because she figures it's never going to happen. And, and she's just living life on her own terms. Hmm. She sounds like an American. <laughs> 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 you were going to really like her. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm working on a menopause book. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's called I Got Sounds Rid of exciting. My Bucket List and Now I Have a It List. <laughs> <laughs> That's my new book. <laughs> it really does happen in menopause. It really, really does. <laughs> you don't have a bucket list anymore. Everything is like a it list. <laughs> See why I needed a phone call two weeks ago? Yes. See? See what's happening? Now, that's a book I got to get. When does that come out? I told Gary he helps me produce the podcast, and he actually, oh, my gosh, Julia, you will not believe this, but now I have to, I have to produce this podcast myself now. Uh, <laughs> he taught me everything man. to do. <laughs> Number one rule, never learn everything that someone else does. so i said all that to say i was talking to him and i said i don't really want to say the f word on the julie tussie show but i would like to do a whole podcast where i say it all the way through and then everywhere i say it it goes beep (laughs) and do my bucket list was thrown out for the it list I don't know. Do you think I could write a book and and make a million dollars with that one? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think there's a lot of women that'd be very interested. (laughs) 
<laughs> and then the sequel will be, why the hell didn't somebody tell me what menopause was all about? Because this yeah, seriously. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so see, <laughs> this is why I need you in my life, because there's so much good that must come out for the masses. <laughs> just like you we're doing the yeah we're doing yeah, we are, it's like a psa that's right a service for womankind that's what we need <laughs> and it could be a warning book for men i mean like it could be a get ready you know it could be mm-hmm. that's a good way to look at it too <laughs> Gift it at Christmas to all the men in your life. You can read this book. <laughs> Will you write my foreword? Yes. <laughs> right. I would appreciate that because and it's going to start with this book is on my it list. <laughs> <laughs> I love interviewing you. I swear we must be uh, we must be sisters from another yeah. mister. <laughs> sisters from another mister. <laughs> because we have so much fun. Oh my gosh. Well, Julia, it's been so so good to talk with you. Where can oh. our listeners find all of your great materials to read? Oh, anywhere. Um, you know. <laughs> I told you she was super famous. <laughs> <laughs> just google I mean, her you'll find her anywhere yeah, but you do have i think you have your own website you know, yeah oh I did, yeah julialondon.com i'm on also all the social media you know where i hang out so julia london on facebook it's julia f london on twitter what's the f stand for sister <laughs> for julia freaking london okay, that's what i thought see that's what i thought um yeah. <laughs> and then um, Instagram. I'm on Instagram. And, you know, but JuliaLondon.com is where all the information about all my books is. You can sign up for the newsletter and I will keep you informed when books are coming out or when I'm making an appearance somewhere. I love so, that. I tried. I tried really hard to see if I could come and meet you when you were making an appearance, but it didn't work out. I was going to. Oh, I was going to email you once i could work it out and tell you i'm coming sister <laughs> well i'm going to um i'm going to be at uh, this thing called KissCon in st louis in march um so there's it's me and like five or six different uh romance authors and i don't know if they've if it's been published yet i mean uh, publicized yet right but that's for sure in march and then in july i'm going to be at Nora roberts bookstore do you know her bookstore? It's in um, Boonesboro, Maryland. No. Can you come to Kentucky? I mean, wow. Lexington. Yeah, we should get you in Lexington. Yeah. Yeah. I can go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but for, you know, to sell books. Yeah. <laughs> it helps if I'm you're going to sell I'm not going to ride my books. bike from Austin to Lexington <laughs> if anybody's got that idea. <laughs> Well, they do have electric ones. (laughs) Well, y'all get maybe an electric one, but I don't know. It loses some of its panache when you're going down the interstate. (laughs) No, with your scarf flying behind you. (laughs) You know, I was going to ask you one last question before we go today. We talk about uh, fitness and health and weight loss because 
I'm the big blonde baby who wants to be the little blonde baby. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) So I'm always working on health and fitness. And I did. I lost 24.4 pounds in the last year. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Thank you. It was like... Yeah, that's... That's hard. It was hard. I tried for three years, tried everything different. And I know you're, you look fit and trim to me. Are you, do you do anything specific to keep healthy? Well, yeah, I run. Um, I work with a trainer twice a week. I bike. I do yoga. Yeah, I guess, I mean, I do something every single day. That's something amazing. physical. But, and I have for years and I have been, I mean, I've never been like skinny mini, but I've been the same size for many years. Um, and I think it's that I just, I just like staying active. I was always very sports oriented, you know? Right. So I just, I just like it. Do you have a specific diet that you follow or any food rules? No, the only thing I really do is I try to eat clean. Like they say, you know, no processed foods. I don't eat a lot of sugar, but I don't really, there's nothing that I, well, I don't eat a lot of beef because I am one with the cow. (laughs) (laughs) Big fan of cows. I don't feel that way about salmon. I'll eat them all day long. <laughs> <laughs> They're not as cuddly. No. Nope. There's not as cuddly, but I mean, other than that, I just, you know, try and eat as many vegetables and lean proteins as I can, but I don't really follow a diet. Well, I mean, if you're riding your bike that far, you have to be in pretty good shape, actually. So I was kind of guessing that you were. <laughs> yeah, I think I am in pretty good shape. Yeah, I think that's yeah. one thing I got going for me. <laughs> As my brain starts to deteriorate, <laughs> my body's still hanging in there. <laughs> Thus why I have a beep it list, because yeah. I can't remember anything else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if I don't write it down, it's, it is horrible. It's just I know. horrible. I'm like, yeah, I know. Me too. dear Lord Jesus, please, Lord Jesus. Don't let me be one of the women that it doesn't all go away at the end, please. <laughs> I know. Me too. That's what my prayer, too. And do you ever, like, walk into a room and stand there for five minutes trying to desperately to remember what was so important that you got up and came into this room to do? <laughs> exactly. And sometimes I stand there and I'm like, I know it's coming. I know it's coming. Yeah. I know. If it's I just come. stand here long enough, eventually. <laughs> what used to take less than one second now takes 30 seconds to happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I'm glad that your brain is still creating beautiful, awesome characters and writing fantastic oh, books for us. You are my Prozac. <laughs> Oh, good. <laughs> I love I love listening to books because it really is the Calgon take me away moment in my life. Um, it, it helps yeah. me to de-stress and, you know, I just love it. I love it. And I appreciate your work. I do. I really, oh, truly enjoy so it. Much. Thank you. <laughs> Julia, thank you so much for being on the Julie Tussie show. I think when Anytime. your um, book comes out in July, I might I might see if you want to pop in and and talk talk about it again because oh, okay. it's going to be an awesome book. I can't wait. I, all of them. And are don't great. forget, don't forget, Devil and Tartan in um, February too. Yes, Devil and Tartan, and then um, then a Catcherina. Tempting the Laird, and then yeah, Tempting the Laird in July, and Seduced by a Scott in November. Woo, girl, you have been yeah. busy. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> I I do want to um I do want to know how I can remind myself of all of those. <laughs> Send me a text. Well, you should like sign up for my newsletter because I will make sure you don't forget. And is that on your website? 
Yes, it All is. Right. It's right there, see? right in the top see? of the page. I knew I was special. See, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> I'll go on and do that so I know because I love your books. What did we talk about? You'd had 45 out the last time we talked, and there was 19 in my Audible. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so i've got to add these to it but thank you so much and i appreciate you you um you keep doing all that good writing and we will talk to you really soon okay okay thank, thank you, you julie. julie thank you so much this is julie tussie telling you you only get one life live it to the fullest you know i say i'm 30 but i'm not I am Aging Wells on the Julie Tussie Show, and so is April. If you'd like to know some of our beauty secrets, you need to go see Dr. Wells in Lexington, Kentucky. Everything from plastic surgery to fillers, Botox, and fantastic skin care that is changing the way that I look. I feel like I'm looking 30 every day. Go visit wellsplasticsurgery.com. To get fit and fabulous with the Julie Tussie Show, visit Richmond, Kentucky's own Get Fit facility. Get fit with memberships as low as $14.99 and a schedule that will fit your own lifestyle. Get fit. It's love month, baby. The Julie Tussie Show. Satisfaction guaranteed. And then there's these Life is my oyster, darling. Pass the hot sauce. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.